0: Our program continued, and that's with our beloved Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriel's. And uh, in this segment of our program, Inshallah Sheikh will once again inspire us, and that's with our marriages and uh, families, Insha'Allah. So do stay tuned. Uh, tell your family or friends to tune into the Voice of the Cape ninety one point three. And once again, you can go to the Voice of the Cape website, and uh, there's a on at the top. You'll see that there's a segment for multimedia. And log on to the multimedia section, and that's where you can get hold of our podcasts. So that's where you can download these programs at podcasts onto your mobile phone as well, or wherever it is that you want to do that. So you're most welcome to do that. uh, As I mentioned, go to the multimedia section. That's where you can grab a hold of these uh, audio. So inshallah, Sheikh will once again continue up until 20 past for the segment, inshallah.
1: Bismillah rahman rahim uh, My dear beloved mothers and fathers and sisters and brothers and honorable youth and children and beloved listeners of the Voice of a Cape uh, just before we go to uh, negotiating pathways to a successful marriage uh, we just want to do the new uh, dua or the new dhikr of today uh, so far we have only covered uh, what we have done already so we just want, don't, want to, don't want to miss out and today we want to, to share with you a special, special dhikr And this dhikr has got a a beautiful story, a special story. And it happened between the greatest of human beings, our beloved Nabi Muhammad and one of our mothers, in other words, the wife of Rasulullah, Jawairiyah. And the beautiful story goes like this. Our beloved Nabi Muhammad left the house and his wife Jawairiyah was sitting, making dhikrullah, remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when Rasulullah came back after about 4 to 6 hours Rasulullah said Ya Juwayriya, are you, still, are you still sitting here in the same place making dhikrullah? She said, yes Ya Rasulullah, Allahu Akbar For between 4 and 6 hours You know, some of, of the commentators say that That is because of our concern, her, her concern for the akhirah Preparing herself for the akhirah So mothers and sisters, please listen these are, these are the examples and the role models that we need to follow. The wife of Rasulullah sitting between four hours and six hours, making zikrullah, Allahu Akbar. I want to remind you that our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, al Mufarridun, the Mufarridun, they are right in front. In other words, for success, for the day of Qiyamah. They then ask, Ya Rasulullah, who, who are these Mufarridun? We don't know this word. The Nabi Muhammad said, they are the men and women That remember Allah in abundance They remember Allah in abundance It confirms what Allah says to us in the Quran To all of us Oh you believe Remember Allah And remember Allah in abundance We're coming later on about negotiating pathways to a successful marriage. Wallahi, one of the ways that we will make our marriage successful is that both in husband, both husband and wife, they, they stay in the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They their marriage will be successful. So so coming to this special dhikr, and then the Nabi Muhammad said to her, Juwayriya, my beloved wife, I have said four words three times. If it if it is measured, if it's put on, on a scale. In my my four words that I've said three times that will take you only uh, we uh, it it only takes you a, about a half a minute or forty seconds to say it, not even a minute to say it. If it's if it's to be weighed with your four to six hours, it will outweigh your sitting of four hours to six hours, is the Nabi Muhammad says Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. So once again, I'm saying, what uh, mean? We can't miss out. If if we, for example, hear a hadith like this, how is it possible for us to miss we don't know the dhikr? Rasulullah says, my dear wife, if uh, and Rasulullah didn't only say to her, it is meant for all of us. He says to his wife, my dear wife, if the I have said four words three times, if it if he, if if it. If it needs to be measured, if it is measured with your four hours to six hours of dhikrullah, it will outweigh your four hours to six hours. Allahu Akbar. So I know that you, my dear listeners and mothers and fathers, you are excited to hear these words. And the words are, Subhanallah wa bihamdihi. Subhanallah wa bihamdihi. Adada khalqihi. وَرِضَاءَ نَفْسِهِ عَرْشِهِ وَمِدَادَ كَلِمَاتِهِ سُبْحَانَ اللَّهِ وبيحمده. These two words, Rasulullah says, there are two words that, that, that are easy on the tongue and is going to weigh heavily in your favor the day of qiyamah. And, and it is so much loved by Allah. Allah These are the first two words. سُبْحَانَ اللَّهُ بحمده. I, I'm, I'm saying glory be to Allah I'm saying glory be to Allah And I'm saying all praises are things to Allah The amount of Allah's creation Allah Jamaat Muslim, do you know the amount of Allah's creation? Yeah, you know how many fish are there in the sea? Billions and billions Do you know how many insects and, and creation of Allah is beneath the earth? Do you know how many malaika are there? Billions and billions of malaika you know, so much creation that we don't even know of, Allahu Akbar, on the earth and in the seven samawat, I am saying, glory be to Allah and all praises and thanks to Allah, the amount of Allah's creation, Allahu Akbar, wa and I'm saying, glory be to Allah, subhanallah, and all praises and thanks to Allah, the, the, uh, the, until I reach the satisfaction of himself. The satisfaction of Allah is the greatest that a, that a person can attain in this world. Wa ridwanaullah akbar. And the satisfaction of Allah is the greatest. Allah Akbar. And I'm saying, Subhanallah bihamdihi wa zinata The 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 weight of Allah's throne. Allah Akbar. our beloved Nabi Muhammad gave us an idea of how massive. How huge Allah's throne is. The Nabi Muhammad says to us, if you put the, the earth, the earth in comparison with the, with the, with the first sama, it's like a, a small little ring in the vast desert. Huh? And the seventh sama word in comparison, the seventh sama word in the comparison with, with the arsh of Allah is like a small little ring in the vast, vast desert Allah Akbar Jamaatul Muslimin The human mind will be able to comprehend The size of the throne The Arsh of Allah I am saying Subhanallah bihamdi, Zinata Arshihi The weight of the Arsh of Allah Wa And the extent of the meaning of the words of Allah Though To understand that al Muslimin Allah says in the Quran ولو أنما في في الأرض من أقلام if all the pins in this world had to if if all the trees in this world had to be pins allah but can you imagine how many trees are there in this on this earth if all the trees had to be pins and the ocean the, the amount of water in one ocean in the ocean and seven oceans had to be ink it, it, Allah says it wouldn't have been enough To explain the words of Allah So I'm saying Subhanallah bihamdihi The amount The extent of the meaning Of the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Ya salam You know what this means? So once again It is it is necessary That you have to learn these words It is necessary that you need to teach Your children these words wa bihamdihi Adada khalqihi wa rida'a nafsihi wa zinata arshihi wa midada kalimatihi. Subhanallah wa bihamdihi adada, adada muta'in, adada khalqihi, adada khalqihi wa rida'a nafsihi wa zinata arshihi wa midada kalimatihi. You what not a Muslim, you say to yourself, you will learn these words. Allah has made it easy for you to learn these words. We went to George over the over the weekend. We had the Palestinian program in George. We had the Jumu'ah. We had the 70th anniversary celebration in George. The people of George, the Muslims, are so happy that we were there. We even went to Muscle Bay. And while in George, somebody explained to me the 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 fish the fish eagle, and he was he was he was you know moving in the air. Huh? Allah has granted the eagle. He can spot the fish. He can go down in the water and grab the risk that Allah has given him. And I said to myself, because why? The, why is he able to do it? Because Allah has made it easy for him. Allah has enabled him to do it, and he, he does it. Allah has enabled us to memorize the Quran. So you can memorize the Quran. Now, what about the Hadith of Rasulullah? You say to yourself, Allah has given me the ability, and I will memorize these words and at the beginning you don't need to memorize it you just need to write it down and you read it from the paper and make sure that every morning and every evening you say these words Mulana aslam and dear listeners i was once in the haram of makkah and i because of my nature i love to go and greet people so i went to greet this particular elderly person he says to my he says to me my son just sit down i don't know you know, you are the, the fifth person that came to greet me now. There are so hmm. many people that came to ask me questions and they honor me and respect me. And I don't know why, but the only thing that I can think of, he says, Mawlana, hmm. the only, only thing that I can think of why uh, uh, Allah grants people to come to me and honor me is because I make this zikr every morning and every evening. Oh, Subhanallah <laughs> bihamdihi adada khalkihi wa nafsihi Look, look at how he connected uh, people are honoring him people are respecting mm-hmm. him people are looking up People are thinking that this is a a, a big uh, sheikh and they mm-hmm. came, came to ask him questions. He says he's an ordinary person <laughs> He's an ordinary person. Mm-hmm. He was in the Jordanian army. He's not a sheikh But he, he sees that the only reason Why he feel that people are coming to me is because I for a long time I say this dicker every morning three times and every evening three times. Subhanallahi wa Hamdihi Adada Khulkihi Wari da Wari da Nefshi Wari da Nefsihi Wazinata Arshihi Wazinata Arshihi Wazinata Arshihi Wamidada Kalimatihi Wamidada Kalimati. Maybe just once more, dear listeners. Subhanallah wa At That part, first part we know Subhanallah wa bihamdihi We just need to add We just need to add Adada khalqihi Adada khalqihi Adada khalqihi And then Wa rida'a nafsihi Wa rida'a nafsihi Adada khalqihi Wa rida'a nafsihi Wa zinata arshihi Wa zinata arshihi The important part is my dear mothers and fathers and sisters and brothers and honorable youth is not only to write it down but more important to make sure that from today onwards you're not going to miss out inshallah you're not Gonna miss
0: out, inshallah. Mm. Inshallah, we're gonna go for our ad break very quickly and we'll allow Sheikh to continue once again after the ad break. I'm looking at the SMSs very quickly. It says here, Sheikh, shukran for du'as. Is it possible Sheikh can make this in a little kitab that we can purchase? It says, Shukran may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant Sheikh long Umar, inshallah. Then the next one says, uh, and uh, this is a different, it's not that the person sent in the SMS. Uh, the same person sent in, in it's it's two different people another person also requesting that she should compile these uh, these to us into a into a, a compilation of a booklet form coming from different people not the same people yeah. so everyone thinking uh, alike the yeah, Let, let's look at another one here. It says, what a beautiful message left with with uh, with nasiha mashallah if Sheikh can just repeat the dua again and also that dhikr Taubaya Ya Rabbi, Tawbah Astaghfirullah, that's the one, yes Um, The lady says, I'm 57, we were taught the du'a stighfar at Kipling Street Muslim School, Alhamdulillah Please explain to Root fadik, busy cooking and cleaning and trying to write to us, shukran So shukran for your input as well, and uh, inshallah, we'll be back after the break, we'll look at more of your messages this is our program. It's the marriage program, and uh, our honored and esteemed beloved guest, uh, Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriels, and sharing with you the du'as. And uh, inshallah, do stay tuned. Uh, I'm sure Sheikh will share each and every week with us those uh, du'as, inshallah. And uh, inshallah, Sheikh, the proposal was made. If Sheikh can compile it into inshallah. a booklet form, inshallah, inshallah, perhaps for the future. Good, good suggestion. Excellent, inshallah. yes. Inshallah. Excellent suggestion. Inshallah. Yes, inshallah, Sheikh
1: may continue. Shukran and you to the listeners for. Uh, uh, for this beautiful encouragement, inshallah, and may Allah make it easy for us to implement, inshallah. Amen. But dear listeners, now we're coming to our wonderful and our important topic: negotiating pathways to a successful marriage. Every person in this world wants success. Uh, I want once again, you know, every time this the, the words of this young man, Luqman Japi, from Darul Islam, who who got seven distinctions in matric. When Sheikh Al-Fan asked him to say a few words, he said, Sheikh, I'm not a speaker, but I'm just going to say, if you want success, you need to sacrifice. Allahu Akbar. Hmm. If you want success, you need to. He only said a few words, but it was so powerful. And he says, and also if you want success, you must make a lot of dua. You must make a lot of dua. So they are husbands and wives. You need to sacrifice. And you make a lot of dua that Allah must grant your marriage to be successful. Allah must connect your hearts. And the third one, he says, And you must put your trust in Allah. You must put your trust in Allah. So you sacrifice, you make dua, and you put your trust in Allah. And that doesn't only go for for, 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 for marriages. It goes for any relationship. And it goes for young people also that are studying at high school, at university, wherever you are. If you want to succeed, remember these three things, you need to sacrifice. You can't become Hafiz Al-Quran if you don't sacrifice. You won't be able to have a good pass in matric or in university and you don't sacrifice. And you also make dua and you put your trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So my dear brothers and sisters, husbands and wives, you must go out of your way to make sure your marriage be successful. You need to pay attention to your marriage. You need to give, it, give all your atten, attention to your marriage. You need to sacrifice. I, 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 I came to a book um, written by our sister Sakina Hirschfelder. Hirschfelder is spelled H-I-R-S-C-H-F-E-L-D-E-R. And I think it's worthwhile... To to go to this book, it is called the book is called The Path to Self Fulfillment. The Path to Self-Fulfillment, written by one of her sisters, Sakina from overseas, she's not from South Africa. Sakina Hirschfelder. She says, The first step towards creating healthy relationships is to be healthy yourself. Allah <laughs> Akbar. <laughs> Listen to it again it's worthwhile to listen it again the first step towards creating a healthy relationship is to be healthy yourself in other words she's saying to us if you want to have a good relationship you need to be good yourself you need to be kind you need to be truthful you need to be loyal you need to be respectable you need to be loving you need to be tolerant And it just goes on. Allah Akbar. And then she she continues to say, And you must be at ease. See, you must be at ease with yourself. And you must love yourself. Oh, that's a key word. That's a key word. Maybe sometimes we don't think about it. You need to love yourself. And be confident in yourself and your abilities. You need to be confident in yourself and your abilities. (coughs) <coughs> Our sister Sakina says Only then Will you be able to love others You will you will only be able to love others When you love yourself When you are at ease with yourself When you are confident in yourself And your abilities Only then will you be able to love others And find understanding And peace within your relationship Allah Akbar So Jamaat Muslimin But our sister Sakina is saying to us, it starts with yourself. You are the starting point for a successful relationship. Yes, you should pray and look out. Two weeks ago, I I said to the young people, uh, one of the du'as that you must make for a good partner, said Na Ali, the great Khalifa of the Muslim Ummah, the fourth Khalifa and the beloved, Son-in-law of our beloved Nabi Muhammad, the beloved cousin of Rasulullah, the first child that embraced Islam. He says that the meaning of Rabbana fi Dunya Hasana wa fil hasana the good in the that you're asking in, in this world, Rabbana fi dunya hasana, it's a good partner in life. It's a good partner in life. And now, yes, you should you should pray and look out for a good partner. But good partnership starts with you. It starts with you. Yes, salam. So, Jamaat you know, Musameen, uh, um, our, our sister Sakina says, and this is also for me very beautiful, and I'm, I'm, and I'm sure that so many people are going to be interested in buying, buying this book, The Path to Self Fulfillment, written by Sakina Hirschfelder. She says, dealing with those around you requires Interpersonal intelligence, Allah. What a statement. Dealing with those around you. In other words, dealing with your wife, dealing with your husband, dealing with your children, dealing with your mother, your father, your brothers, your sisters, requires interpersonal intelligence. You must be alert, you must be awakey, you must be careful, (coughs) you must be smart. (coughs) You don't, you're not, you're not in a hurry. You're not spoiling your relationship, and, th- and that is and that is that is a major cause of pro- of, of, of 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 marriages that that, that that failed because we are in a hurry. Our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, al shaytan Hastiness is from the Shaytan. Wa ta'anni min rahman And to be smart, to take to just take a st- a, st- a step back, and and wait before you say something, or you react. That is from Allah, the most compassionate. The most compassionate. Our our sister Sakina says, Dealing with those around you requires interpersonal intelligence. This is the ability to understand other people. The ability to understand other people, what motivates them, how they work, and how to work cooperatively with them. With this understanding, she says, your heart will be filled with gentleness towards them. If you understand people, if you know what motivates people, how they think, that will fill your heart with gentleness. So just imagine, you you, you come to understand your husband, or you come to understand your wife. And because you understand them, your heart will be filled with gentleness towards your wife, or towards your husband, or towards your children Having compassion towards others Generates peace Within the relationship As well as peace within you Subhanallah so Muslimin, Beautiful words from our sister Sakina Jamal Muslimin, uh, Last, uh, two weeks ago we, we stopped And we just want to continue where we stopped And uh, the topic of last week Was How to the, the wife deal with her husband. And we, 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 we promise that we are going to speak about how important is it for a wife to show gratefulness and thankfulness towards a husband. You know what, Muslim, that is one of the most beautiful qualities, to show to another person that you are grateful and that you are thankful. Our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, if you're not thankful and grateful to to human beings, then you are not really thankful to Allah. Allah Akbar. what a statement to to stress the importance that we we need to be thankful to one another. جماعة While I'm speaking to you about this, you know a person always uh, you know uh, um, remembers beautiful things about yourself and your mother and your father. I had the honor. To trim and cut the nails of my, my of my mother. I had the honour. And at, and I consider this a very simple thing. But whenever, whenever, every time when I when I'm finished, my mother will grab me, she will hug me and say, Shukran, my child. It wasn't even necessary for her to say it. She's my mother. It's my duty to do it. But that was just a nature. What a beautiful nature to have. To be thankful and grateful. So we're speaking today about the importance of how a wife should express her thankfulness and gratefulness to a husband. He works from early in the morning to late in the evening. And there are some husbands that, you know, go out of their way to make sure that their wife and their children are happy. And I can show you, as a, as a husband and as a, as a man, that you know, and I'm maybe I'm speaking on behalf of a lot of men. That our main concern is our wives and our children. I personally don't worry about myself. As long as my wife is happy, as long as my children are happy, I'm not speaking. My my dear sisters and and mothers and listeners, I'm speaking here from my heart. I am you, my my dear listeners, my mothers. I am like your own son, and 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 my dear sisters. This is your brother speaking. Now I'm speaking about personal experience. My life is all about my wife and my children. I'm not even worried sometimes about myself. And I I, I think I speak on on behalf of many men in this world. That is the way Allah has created us. Now just imagine how the husband will feel if the wife says, My darling, I don't say it all times, but I just want to let you know that I'm very grateful for what you're doing for me and my children. It goes down very, very, very well. In fact, it is it is so important that our beloved Nabi Muhammad said that Oh, uh, women folk, Oh, dear women, make a lot of sadaqah because I saw a lot of women in the in the fire of jahannam and they asked ya rasulullah why did you see so many women in the in the in the fire of jahannam and the nabi muhammad says al-la'an wa ashir because they rejected the goodness of their husbands Allahu akbar they rejected and denied the the, the goodness of their husbands they didn't appreciate the goodness of their husbands some of the explanation of this is, sometimes a husband does so many good things for years for the wife, and something happened, something happened, and the wife says to him, for me. It's You've never ever done anything for me." So we must be very careful., when we speak about this issue, you know we must be very, very careful. You know, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala put a lot of emphasis, a lot of emphasis on and that we must be very careful what we say. For example, in Surah Kahf, even our beloved Nabi Muhammad Allah has taught the Nabi Muhammad to listen. When the people came to ask Rasulullah, uh, you know, certain questions, the Nabi said to him, "Tomorrow you come, I'll give you the answers." And the Nabi Muhammad forgot to say, inshaAllah. In Surah Kahf, Allah speaks about another person That brags about his beautiful gardens and his wealth And his friend says to him Why don't you say MashaAllah? MashaAllah So we must be very careful what we say The point I want to make is That in this hadith of the Nabi Muhammad The Nabi Muhammad warns us That don't reject the goodness of others and Rasulullah specifically refers to our beloved sisters and mothers and daughters, don't reject the goodness of your husband. And the point that I want to make here is, and I'm reading from a kitab from Sheikh Mahmoud al-Masri, the importance of, and I'll read you the heading, على كل شيء ولا تجحد That the, the wife show gratefulness and thankfulness on everything a husband does for her. You know, one day I was at, at, a, at, a, at a conference or a meeting uh, of interfaith, and, and, and this Christian pastor says to me, Sheikh Ibrahim, every night when we sit at the dinner table, I ask my children and everybody to take, keep hands, and then we thank God Almighty for the food, and, we, and I teach my children that we thank the hands that made the food, Allahu Akbar, referring to his wife. Look how beautiful it is. Now the same it goes the other way around. And uh, the topic of today is that the, the wife shows gratitude and thankfulness to a husband for whatever he does for her. And at the time when the husband is about down, is unemployed, we don't abuse the situation. And, and so, yeah, you know, I, I once again want to an example of of my beloved mother. My father, and I'm I'm sharing personal things with you for the benefit of everybody. And I think that that is the meaning of brothers and sisters. And, uh, if I say I'm your brother, my dear listener, I'm really your brother. And I, I want to share with you my personal things that I think that has benefited me and I've learned so many lessons. My father was a tailor. May Allah grant him Jannatul Firtous. And sometimes he was, was unemployed. It was difficult times. My mother didn't complain and say, Yeah, next in the No, my mother, she did everything. She made toffee apples. She made tamaleches, pies and some musas. She got to breastrookka market, bahansels, everything. So that the family can go on. That the family goes on. Allahu Akbar. That is real relationship. This real marriage. That is negotiating pathways to a to successful marriage.
0: marriage. Yes, on that note, inshallah we'll go for our ad break. To stay tuned, our program is not completed, it's not done as yet, we'll still be coming back after this. listen <coughs> and <coughs> Welcome once again to our program, and uh, inshallah, we'll allow Sheikh to continue with our program at this time. And remember, we'll be up until I think about two or three minutes before uh, the time of uh, our Wakt for our Adhan for the war, inshallah.
1: Shukran My dear listeners, once again, uh, we're speaking about um, being grateful to one another, and, and that it's vast. I'm, I'm, I'm also saying to the children that still have their mothers and their fathers. Be thankful and grateful to your mothers. It goes down very well for mommy. When you say to mommy, mommy I just want to say to mommy, I appreciate whatever mommy is doing for me. It goes to, it goes down very well with your father, with your daddy. When he says daddy, I just want to say to daddy, I appreciate everything daddy does for me. Whether you say it with your mouth, whether you send him a WhatsApp message, or whatever way the importance is, to send the message or give the message, even if it's your grandfather or your grandmother or your uncle or your aunt or your friend or the neighbor, it's, it, it goes down very, very well and it's very meaningful and it's very deep to show appreciation. Let me repeat the hadith again. So, Whoso, Whosoever is not thankful to humankind, then you're not thankful to Allah. The Nabi Muhammad says, if anybody, if anybody does something good for you, so then pay the person. If you can't pay the person, the least that you can do, says Rasulullah, you say, jazakumullah khairan. May Allah reward you. May Allah reward you abundantly. Allahu Akbar. Now, what this mean to further stress the importance of, of, uh, of saying gratitude, and how, how, how dangerous it might be, and how destructive it might be for, 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 for being ungrateful to one another The beautiful story That is uh, recorded in Sahih Bukhari Of Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam. He went to visit his son Ismail And when he knocked on the door He asked about his son And, and his wife said He went out to, to look for uh, sustenance to provide for us. And then Nabi Ibrahim Alisam asked her, "Now, how, how is your life?" And she said, "Nahnu bisharrin. we are in the worst form of life. Nahnu wa shiddatin. We have got so many difficulties and hardships, and she complained and she complained. And then Nabi Ibrahim said to her, Fa She doesn't know who it is. If your husband returns, give him my salam, وَقُولِ لَهُ يُغَيِّرُ بَابِهِ And tell him he must change his doorstep. He must change his doorstep. And when Abi Ismail returned, he asked who was here, and she explained how the person looks, and what he said that he must change your doorstep, and he says to her, this was my, that was my honorable father. Ibrahim And what he said to you is I must change my doorstep I must change you my wife Allahu Akbar Very very serious Jamaat Muslimin. Very very serious Jamaat Muslim We are still seeking pathways To a successful marriage I want to say to both Wife and husband Seeking pathways to a successful marriage Is to continue To seek knowledge I mean that is the world today Even medical doctors, they need to, uh, all the different fields, engineering, the medical field, whatever field, you can't stop with the knowledge that you've achieved at university. You need to further, you need to go to different countries, learn more about the latest. Now we're talking about the most important institution, the institution of marriage, which consists of the mother and the father and the children and the grandchildren and the whole family. If families are strong, then the Ummah and the world is strong But if families Are broken down ah, Then we are losing out Then we are losing out So seeking pathways to a successful marriage My dear listeners Is to continue to seek knowledge Knowledge is light And ignorance is darkness Likewise you can say A marriage full of, of ilm It's Noor Of a marriage that is based on knowledge it's noor, it's light and a marriage based on ignorance is darkness our deen is a deen that says you seek knowledge from the cradle to the grave and the Nabi Muhammad says the seeking of knowledge is compulsory on each and every Muslim now now when did we decide and who allowed us to decide that we don't need to further to seek knowledge who told us our deen says, you seek knowledge from the cradle to the grave. Our dean says to us, that the, the ocean of knowledge has got no end. This, the, the Indian, the Indian uh, um, uh, ocean has got an end. The Pacific ocean has got an end. But the ocean of knowledge has got no end. Yes, Salam. And there's so much to learn about the beautiful life of marriage. You know to Part, for example, part of the noor Of knowledge pertaining to marriage is that the Dean of Islam teaches us just listen to this example, it teaches us it is it is the right of the wife, it is the right of the wife given to her by the Sharia of Islam. If she does something wrong, it is still her right that the husband do not rectify her in front of others. To to explain that further, Jamaat al-Muslimin, Imam Imam Shafi'i, Rahim Allah says, If you rectify a person in front of others, you didn't rectify that person, you have humiliated that person. That is a general public. If you rectify a Muslim in front of others, that is not a rectification, that is humiliation. If you want to rectify him, you call him one side, alone and with love and with concern, you rectify that person. Now if that is a general public, what about humiliating your wife in front of others? Imagine your wife is at home, you come from work, you, you, according to you she's done something wrong. A mother sits there, a father sits there, a family, and you come to so, so say Where is they from? Who can stand in front of everybody? That is humiliation. What what might happen is your wife might, might tell you, Jay would actually last the it's a, it's an argument and it's ugly because we didn't follow the nur of Islam. The nur of Islam says if you want to rectify your wife, it is a haq. It's a right that Allah has given her that you don't rectify in front of us. Now just imagine you come at home, you know your wife has done something wrong, you come as if nothing has happened. Assalamu alaikum Fatima, assalamu Khadija, mommy who's mommy who's daddy, mashallah, mashallah. When everybody's Uh, have left You, you said to your wife example Fatima there's something that we need to sort out and speak about my darling subhanallah look at the difference look at the difference of following the nur of Islam the nur of ilm and following the jahl the ignorance the dark way you know and unfortunately sometimes husbands rectify their wives in front of their children. Sometimes, it's difficult to say it, but it's happening. Sometimes, you not only rectify her verbally, he tries to rectify her and physically abuse her in front of his children, in front of their own mother. You know how difficult it is for a children to see that mother and father are arguing and swearing one another. And the mother or the father is hitting the the mother. Astaghfirullah al-Azhim. And what this mean? the noor of Islam says, the noor of Islam says, you don't rectify your wife in front of others. And likewise, I want to say to my sisters today, my dear sisters, you don't also rectify your husband in front of others. You don't rectify and humiliate your husband in front of his children or in front of his friends. Wallahi, I swear by Allah today on the radio, Many marriages have been broken up because of wives humiliating their husbands in front of others, rectifying a husband in front of others. You so Our time is running out. I, I just want to make another point about the importance of seeking knowledge and making sure that you've got a marriage based on knowledge and you are a person at least one uh, once a week, once a week, and that's very little Once a week you go out, you don't go on the internet, you go to a masjid, you go to ustaz to learn. Allah will, because of you going out, the barakah of learning. Imagine the Nabi Muhammad says, any person that goes out to learn, everything in this world make dua for you. Everything, even the fish, the millions and millions of fish in the sea, in the ocean, they also make dua for you. So because of the barakah that you go out, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will put barakah in your life, inshallah, husband and wife. So I just want to make another example. The Dean of Islam says, it is, a, it is a right, it is a haq of the husband when he requests his wife or when he indicates to his wife that he wants to be friendly with her and we don't need to go into detail. We know, we understand English and Afrikaans. It is, it is his right, the husband right that the wife don't refuse him. Says the, uh, the Dean of Islam, and the Nabi Muhammad goes so far to say that if the wife refuses a husband, the malaika curse her until the next morning. In other words, she's out of the mercy of Allah. That is how serious it is. And some women take it so easy to say, uh, 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 I'm sorry. So what mean, it is so serious that the Nabi Muhammad says, even if the wife is busy with the oven, she's busy baking or cooking and her husband indicates to her Rasulullah says to you my dear sister you switch off the oven and you see to the needs of the husband Allahu Akbar so that is the barakah of the Noor if a woman knows what Rasulullah says what the Sharia says she will think twice and thrice and ten times to refuse a husband Muslim, we're not talking about the exception. We're not talking when a woman is extremely ill. I mean, that is most no unreasonable. We're talking about normal times when women just randomly refuse their husbands, and that is another reason why so many marriages have been broken up because we don't know what the dean of Islam says. So, what the deen, when the dean when the dean of Islam says, then we as Muslims say, "Sami'ana wa except no Ek yunkan wat Allah say in, a that said in muhammad we came to almost the end of our program as i promised that we're going to say uh, some of the duas again and and uh, the dhikr, the special zikr that we've um, advised today inshallah and may allah make it easy for us to compile all these duas and dhikr in in a in a booklet inshallah and and distribute it but that that might, might take some time so we can't wait for the booklet we write it down now we make sure let me read the following dhikr every day, inshallah, three times in the morning and three times in the evening. Subhanallah wa bihamdihi adada khalqihi wa rida'a nafsihi wa zinata arshihi wa midada kalimatihi. Subhanallah wa bihamdihi adada khalqihi wa rida'a nafsihi wa zinata arshihi wa midada The last time and I'm going to say it very slow. سبحان الله وبحمده عدد خلقه عدد خلقه ورضاء نفسه ورضاء نفسه سبحان الله وبحمده عدد خلقه ورضاء نفسه وزنة أرشه وزنة أرشه ومداد كلماته ومداد Kalimati. Wad Muamidada mean It was once again an honor and a privilege to be with you. Uh, once again uh, we end off with the last words of our beloved Nabi Muhammad out of love and concern and out of wanting and desiring that each one of us into the Jannah, Rasulullah, mm-hmm. made an effort to say to us, as Asala. Please preserve your Salah. Please don't neglect your Salah. Make your Salah five times per day on time. Negligence of the Salah is not a person that don't make Salah. Negligence is a person that makes Dhuar in the time of Asr or Asr in Magh- after Maghrib or out of out of Wakt. The steadfastness of the Salah is to make each and every Salah on time. And if the Wakt starts, that is the best time to make your Salah. Don't wait until uh, Dhuar is almost out. Um five minutes before Asr, you quickly want quickly wanna make Salah. Or five minutes, ten minutes before Maghrib Salah, you're quickly gonna make Asr Salah. If the waqt enters, my dear brothers and sisters, you make your Salah and look forward to meet Allah and to speak to Allah. Wa sallallahu wa Muhammad Rabbil alamin.
0: Shukran Jazakullah Khair for Sheikh for sharing once again with us. A very touching program as always, and we're so grateful. I'm sure that it has touched not only my heart, but many of our hearts. Alhamdulillah, so fortunate we are. And yes, as the SMS says, may Allah grant Sheikh a long Umar, inshallah, to still be with us. Some of your SMSs, just very quickly, there's quite a bit. I cannot go through all of them. Um, it's uh, a lady from Anti Fatima Mayat uh, of uh, Johannesburg, also also called in uh, saying that uh, she enjoys the program and there's uh, some of those uh, lessons that she has learned. She couldn't keep up with everything, but she'd like to um, uh, tune in and and, and listen as often as she possibly can. Another lady called to say that she wants to ask, um, let me just see, where's that one about the, um, yeah, there we go, Shukran. A grandmother called in to say she just made her think how grateful she is and should be for her children and her grandchildren. She says her daughter passed away and has two children who she had taken care of after the passing of a daughter. Their father also passed away before their mother, so the granny took care of them. She says, today me and my husband are pensioners and my grandson will come every month to give me some money I as be. a thank you for all the years that I have taken care of them. Not because I ask him, but they say it's their way of saying shukran to me. Allah guide all children to be thankful and show gratitude to their parents Um, and their um, grandparents. um. I mean, and uh, some people sharing with us where you can find a dua here and there. And obviously it's in different books, but uh, inshallah we make dua that she do compile that perhaps as... uh, the du'as as how it's been taught on the voice of the or some title, mm. inshallah, mm. Uh, for the future. Uh, we'll, we'll maybe uh, with a booklet, a, a CD. Yes, yes. Yeah. That's so mm. beautiful, chef, mm. because mm. then the people can hear how the pronunciation like, is yeah. as well. Mm. I'm sure that will be a excellent, excellent compilation, inshallah. So we're looking forward to that. And uh, yes, I see some more of those, uh, those uh, messages. Shukran um, for the nasiha. One person saying marriage is short-term but long-term gain. We live in short-term gain and long-term pain. Shukran sheikh. And uh, yes, those are some of those SMSs we have to wrap up now. Shukran for joining us once again. Until we meet and speak once again. And have a blessed week. May Allah fill it with prosperity and Amen. all the blessings inshallah Amen. Until we speak and meet once again. Do stay tuned to the voice of the Cape. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.